Welcome back to Divinely Created with Aisha Cora Brown. I am so excited to encourage you on today. We are in 2020. We are well into 2020 and um, I wanted to check and see how you're doing with your one word. I know we create vision boards and it's gone from paper, which I'm still like a paper person because I like to like to see it. And um, but some people have just done so many different things with the vision boards now that it's so amazing. The cre creativity that's out here. Um, but I wanted to check on the one word uh, for the last few years. I have been having a word that I'm married to. And um, I don't want to say married, but it's just that like I'm committed to that word. And that word is for me. And whenever that word is brought up in any situation, I am, I am reminded that I chose that word for the year. I'm reminded that it is for me. And I, I always put that word on my vision board, which is why I'm such a paper type of vision board person. And um, I put my plans in books, uh, notebooks and stuff, but um, I, it just reminds me sometimes to shift back and be focused when I see it um, on my wall um, or in my closet because sometimes life happens and it gets you off course. So whichever way you are doing yours, you know, it is awesome. You do it predicated on what works best for you. But that's what I found worked best with me for vision boards. And on my vision board, one word, one thing that I always include is my one word. And so my one word, um, I've been doing this since uh, 2017. Um, I, I got married in 2016. And so um, marriage and new responsibilities uh, shifted me to seek God in a whole nother way, right? <laughs> um, a whole nother way. Um, so it's more intense. Um, when you, you know, because when you get married, there is a different type of beast, um, mode that the enemy tries to come at you in. And so I learned that I needed to shift in some things and go a little deeper in God and, and he drew me and I'm so thankful. So let me get back to what I'm saying. Um, so in 2017, I started having um, a one word. Um, I'm like, God, what is it? What is it that I'm doing? What is it that I'm doing? Um, what is it for me? In 2017, it was the foundation. I was laying the foundation for um, um, my family. We were laying the foundation. And so um, you know that the foundation is the most sturdiest place of the building. If the, if the foundation is off kilter, guess what? When the winds and the storms come, you will not stand. And so um, I just am sharing that because sometimes we may get a word from God and it's like, what? That word? And I, I just want you to trust him in your prayer time to give you the word. He knows what you need. So your word should not be um, money if God isn't giving that to you. Because there's some work that he wants to do with you and he needs you to be, to be committed to that word. And so last year, um, my word was self-love, y'all, self-love. And, um, and when I prayed about it, I was like, you know, love, right? And I just heard the Holy Spirit say, self-love. And when I heard the Holy Spirit say self-love, I just saw in a vision 
a bucket like it was like a, a plastic bucket um or basket and it just was going around from person to person to person to person and what it was showing me is that was me that was me with the waste basket listening to everybody else's problems and being there for everybody else and for me, I understood it because sometimes I take on so much and I'm, I'm, my heart, you know, is there for so many different people that I did not know how to actually um, separate things. I, I had to learn boundaries and I did not know that. So where I'm saying, you know, love, you know, I did you, you know, take care of myself more and and. um do things like, you know, uh, get my, get massages and, you know, make sure I keep my nails and my, my feet, my pedicures and stuff like that done. And, you know, cause those are things for me, God was working on the inside of me. And so for 2021, self-love was my word. And there were situations that came up in, in, in this year that challenged me. It challenged me to even advocate for myself. I would advocate for other people. So if someone was doing someone wrong, then I would be like, okay, hey, let me intervene. Well, let me, you know, let me say this and let me share this. And self-love made me advocate for myself. So when things happened and it arose and it, and it was not right, it made me take a seat to say, wait a minute, I don't like how this is making me feel. Let me go and get clarity. Let me go and have a conversation before I proceed further. I'm not going to act like I'm going to chuck this up. I'm going to suck it up. I'm going to bury it within myself and not deal with it. I am going to speak about this because this bothered me. And so that helped me because then certain situations that I went through did not become a soul wound. And a soul wound is something that we really have to seek God for healing for and sometimes deliverance. And so I'm so grateful and honored that God is so connected to us that he loves us so much that he will never leave us nor forsake us because, um, there's so much more to us to learn, even just about ourselves. You know, um, I want to be that best version of myself, but I, I definitely um, need God to help me with the process. And so where I'm thinking about love and he's like self-love. And so I, I am a person that's really hard. Um, I never mastered a little bit of selfishness, never mastered that. And that has been a um, and it's been a weakness. Um, you do have to know how to pull away. You do have to know when it's too much of other people's problems um, that you're taking on. And so I had to learn healthy boundaries. And so I had to reintroduce myself to some people in 2021 um, with healthy boundaries because there were some ways that people was treating me that I did not understand why. If you respect me and you respect our relationship then there's some ways that you will not treat me. And when I recognize certain things happening, then I had to go and have conversations because I needed some clarity. And also it's like, what about me would allow a person to think that they could just do me any kind of way? Um, and so I had to advocate for myself. And man, it was it was tough at first. But when I tell you Holy Spirit help, Holy Spirit helped me all the way and now it's okay. And so I'm so excited that I took that word on and by the end of the year, I was rocking it, y'all. 
And so I just want to encourage you to make sure that, you know, with the self-love or with your one word, that you are committed because it is for you. I learned so much about boundaries and healthy boundaries. Yeah, I thought that I used to set boundaries, but I didn't. It was like when people crossed me uh, for maybe the 10th time, then I really got upset. And then I'm like, okay, uh uh-uh. You know, but it's okay to set some boundaries beforehand so that people know how to proceed with you, how to deal with you. And it will definitely clear up some things prior to there being any type of daggers thrown or you feel like, you know, wait, did she just come for me? Um, That may not be the case all the time. And sometimes people don't realize what they're doing. And so when you bring the conversation or the communication um into the relationship, then you actually set the tone for what you're expecting. And then they can set the tone for what they're expecting. And so it is so important. You can use this in work relationships. You can use this in um, personal relationships. It is beautiful. So um, I even had to use it in a personal situation where um, (laughs) my Christmas break started off kind of busy. And of course, you know, I'm, I'm, in the school district. So I'm like, oh, I got these two breaks off. Y'all, when we get two breaks, we'll get these two weeks off, I should say. Uh, we need it. We need it. It is chaos at the um, end of uh, of a year or end of a semester. And so um, I, I'm like, I'm going to take this break. Well, my son, he fractured his um, elbow. So um, there goes the, the relaxation part, right? Um, and so then there was a, a situation where my ex-husband's um mom passed away and um you know he's an ex-husband so i have children by him and um he he wanted me or expected me to show up and bring the children to his mother's funeral and for me i didn't understand why was i included in that You know, I had planned for that one day to be the first day of my rest and it is okay. It was okay for me to feel like that. Now, culture would have said, oh, you need to just go take them and let them say goodbye to their grandmother. And so then I could have this grief of everything that I could be feeling um, because what people expect me to do. What is the right? What's the good thing to do? What would Jesus do? I don't know what Jesus would do, to be honest with you, you know, because Jesus was hardcore. I mean, so I, I know he loved people. He healed people. But, you know, he also spoke his mind at the same time. Right. So I really don't know what Jesus would do. I would know with my, you know, with my older elder family members would say that I should do. However, um, when. I've never been responsible for taking them to visit her. That's always been his job. I've never been, um, I haven't been in contact with her since the day of our divorce, um, which was, I don't even know how many years ago, but um, I didn't understand. And so what it looked like is now you're expecting me to do something that is your responsibility. Here comes the buckets with the self-love, y'all. And so if anybody passed, like when my grandmother passed, I never asked him to come. I've never asked him to be there for the boys. Like it would have been nice, but that's not something that was done. 
Um, I just knew that I had to talk to them through the process. I had to take them and we did the best that we could do. And so um, I did not go. I did not feel um, convicted or anything like that. It's his mother and the children are teenagers. And so there's no reason why you could not take them with you um, and have them say goodbye and do the things that you need to do as a parent. And so one thing that the Lord has dealt with me with as well as just shifting into the lane of other people. Um, and so I stay in my lane. And so um, I did not take them. Uh, he te- he texted me days later or a week later, I should say, when he was feeling better and told me he's glad that they did not come because everyone caught COVID at the funeral. And I was like, you know, wow, you know, sorry to hear that. Um, but um, I did not shift and I had a peace. And so you have to make sure that, you know, you have a piece about things. And that's why a little bit of selfishness is okay. Um, People are going to expect certain things from you. We cannot live life predicated on what others think or want us to do. It's just it's just not possible. So I shared that with you to give you a perspective from the things that I have had to deal with with my one word. And I'm sure you have different perspectives but if you've ever beat yourself up or anything or if you have some boundary issues or anything um maybe that's your word this year i don't know but i just wanted to jump on and encourage you to set your one word be committed to your one word your one word is not about your husband or your children or your work or your career your one word is about you it is about personal development all right Thank you so much for tuning in. Be blessed and have an awesome day.